0: N-P-R.
1: Is a recession coming?
2: Is a recession
1: coming? I mean, it's the question everybody has on their minds. To answer that question, we look at economic indicators on our show all the time. And of all the economic indicators, there is one that is predicted every recession since 1969, with no false positives.
2: That is a remarkable track record of economic doom predicting. And maybe you guessed where we're going with this. We're talking about the yield curve. The yield curve. That's right. We, we talk about it a lot on this podcast. And the yield curve is flashing red right now. It's going, alert, alert.
3: I call that code red.
1: Campbell Harvey is the guy who discovered the yield curve's
3: predictive powers. If you don't know his name, you should. So according to the model, the model says we will have a recession.
2: That is not good, Darian. It's not good at
1: all. But hold on a second.
3: You look at the other information, and this could be a false signal this time.
1: Well, now
2: Campbell is just like playing with our emotions.
1: Yeah, he has a lot to
2: answer for. This is The Indicator from Planet Money. I'm Darian Woods. And I'm Adrian Ma. Today on the show, is the economy about to crash? We speak with the yield curve pioneer himself and go through a roller coaster of emotions. So buckle up, pull that bar thingy down in front of you because it might get a little bumpy.
0: This message comes from NPR sponsor Dana-Farber Cancer Institute, where hundreds of researchers and clinicians make new discoveries inspired by the work of previous Dana-Farber scientists. See why nothing is as effective against cancer as a relentless succession of breakthroughs. Learn more about their momentum. Go to DanaFarber.org slash everywhere. This message comes from NPR sponsor Arctic Wolf. Their researchers have released the Arctic Wolf Labs 2024 threat report. Why will 2024 be a volatile year for cybersecurity? Learn more and get your copy now at ArcticWolf.com slash NPR.
1: Campbell Harvey, Duke University economist. You're a longtime guest on The Indicator. We are obsessed with the yield curve on our show.
3: Yeah, but it's unfortunate that I only get called to be on the show in a bad news situation. It's like I'm Dr. Doom.
2: I mean, we called up Campbell because he's basically Mr. Yield Curve. Yield basically means interest rates. And the yield curve refers to the way that these interest rates tend to go up the longer you lock away your money in treasury bonds. Treasury bonds are arguably the most important investment showing how people around the globe are feeling about the U.S. economy, specifically whether they think the economy is going to get better in the future or worse. So almost all the time,
3: the long-term rate is higher than the short-term rate, and we call that a normal yield curve. It's a literal line sloping up. Because to get people to
1: invest in longer-term treasury bonds, investors need some incentive,
2: higher interest rates. But when things are not normal, when there are economic storm clouds on the horizon, investors flock to long-term investments like the 10-year and 20-year treasury bonds. And with this increased demand, the treasuries don't need to offer such a high interest rate. And meanwhile, because the Fed is raising short-term interest rates to battle inflation, that drives up the interest rates on things like three-month treasury bonds.
3: And that's the so-called inverted yield curve, where you've got short-term rates that are higher than long-term rates. That is bad news, according to my research.
1: Campbell looked at when the interest rate on three-month treasuries was higher than the 10-year treasuries, and he found that when this difference persisted for a full calendar quarter, eventually economic growth would start to plunge and there'd be widespread job losses.
2: Well, those uh, those criteria have been checked off. The yield curve inverted towards the end of 2022, and it stayed inverted. But
3: maybe it's a bit ironic, uh, given that I am the person that discovered the indicator, but I believe there's a real chance of avoiding a recession and for the model to have a false signal.
1: A false signal. That's very curious. And why is that?
3: So there's many reasons. Number one, the employment situation is quite unique.
2: Yeah. uh, For one thing, today's data shows that there are 1.7 job openings for every unemployed person.
3: And what that means is if you do get laid off, the duration of your unemployment is low. So it's very short uh, unemployment. And then if you look at the nature of the unemployment that makes the headlines, and it's almost all tech layoffs, and the tech sector has had an extraordinary hiring rate over the last three years since covid And what they're doing is they're walking back some of that hiring.
2: I mean, layoffs have also been happening in the media and the finance industries. But in the wider economy, layoffs are actually lower than before the pandemic.
1: Campbell's second reason why the economy might be fine comes from looking back at the last long recession in 2008
3: and how indebted people were then. Housing caused a lot of trouble and the global financial crisis. The global
1: financial crisis caused a terrible downturn fueled by heavily indebted homeowners. But now Americans have far less debt.
3: And what this means is that there is the ability to withstand a blow to the housing market where housing prices can go down and the median price has dropped uh, somewhat uh, recently. And it's not going to cause uh, the same sort of contagion that it did last time.
2: The final reason, Campbell says, we shouldn't necessarily freak out right now is that the yield curve might be less predictive because everyone knows to watch out for it now. It's
3: all over the news. It's it's on your show Um, If you tried to tell your investors, well, it was a complete surprise, and I'm sorry that I bet the firm on a major investment, they'd basically be laughter. How can you say that? Yield curve is inverted. Why did you make this major
2: capital investment that put our firm at risk? In other words, businesses that are watching the yield curve might be more cautious as a result, and they might not overinvest in things like New factories are hiring a bunch of people. It puts the company
3: in a position so that when there is slower growth, they're able to withstand it.
1: Yeah, so in other words, the U curve might be so right that it becomes wrong. Put that on a t-shirt.
3: I believe that we could dodge this potential recession with one giant caveat, the Fed.
1: Yeah, so the Federal Reserve keeps jacking up interest rates to fight inflation. And Campbell
2: worries that the Fed is going too far. And there's a couple reasons for that. First, Campbell sees the battle against inflation as nearly over. and That inflation is soon going to be heading down towards normal levels because we've been seeing a slowdown in housing costs.
3: I believe that the Fed has this unique chance of of claiming victory on inflation without driving the economy into uh, a deep recession. And what they need to do is to stop hiking the rates.
2: The other reason why Campbell thinks the Fed should stop raising interest rates is he says it can hurt banks. Campbell sees the Silicon Valley Bank collapse and, you know, the other collapses as being this symptom of what happens when the Fed is raising interest rates and you got an inverted yield curve happening at the same time. Anytime the yield curve
3: flattens or inverts, that's really bad news for the banking system. And that's because banks
1: borrow short and lend long. In other words, they take in short-term deposits from everyday people like you and me, and they give us a small interest payment. The banks then turn around and lend those deposits for long-term investments like mortgages at a higher interest rate, and banks pocket the difference. And that's in normal times. But now, banks are having to pay higher interest rates to depositors right at the same time as their long-term investments are losing value. Campbell
2: thinks the Fed should have already stopped raising interest rates.
3: The Fed statement said our banking system is sound and resilient, but I would have felt a lot better if they provided some evidence to support that statement.
1: Of course, economists have a range of views about what the Fed should be doing right now. But just stepping back, Campbell Harvey is pretty humble about his findings on the yield curve. You know, it's got so much attention, but, you know, he is not saying it's the indicator to end all indicators
3: even though it's been right so many times in the past. A model is a simplification of reality, and it's naive to think that this model, even though it's my model, I'm a scientist, and I know that any simple model uh, has got its shortfalls, and it can't be right forever.
1: Well, I'm really hoping that it is not right this time. Take one for the team, Campbell. Take one for the team. (laughs) This show was produced by Brittany Cronin with engineering by Catherine Silva. It was fact-checked by Sierra Juarez. BLA is our senior producer, and Kate Cannon edits the show. The Indicator is a production of NPR.
2: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Humana. Your employees are more than your coworkers; They're the heartbeat of your business. That's why Humana offers modern group benefits designed to protect employees and their families with dental, vision, life, and disability coverage. Humana knows every employee and every business is unique. That's why they listen to your needs and build plans with you and your team in mind. That's the power of human care.
0: Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Online. Is your child asking questions on their homework you don't feel equipped to answer? IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. One subscription gets you everything. One site for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And NPR listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com NPR. All that sitting and swiping, your body is adapting to your technology. Learn how and what you can do about it. I really felt like the cloud in my brain kind of dissipated.